0: Welcome back to the Below Average Joe's MMA show. It's time to preview yet another UFC Fight Night card. UFC Vegas 86 goes down this Saturday. The third straight middleweight main event as we will get the number 11 ranked Jack Hermanson versus the unranked but surging Joe Pfeiffer on the outside looking in. Plus, we'll talk about some of the other solid scraps on the card, including a fight with Dan Ige in the co-main event And that's pretty much it. Again, another week where we are still waiting for the main event of UFC 300 and no other big breaking news. So it's all UFC Vegas 86, and it all starts right now. UFC Vegas 86 is the fourth UFC event of 2024 and the third straight event where we will see middleweights at the top of the bill in the headlining bout. At UFC 297, we had a new champion rise with Du DuPlessis dethroning Sean Strickland. Then we had a little bit of a break. We come back with the number 11, Nassar Dean defeating the number 8-ranked Roman Delidze. And now we are here... With the number 11, the new number 11 ranked, Jack Hermanson taking on the unranked Joe Pfeiffer, the Dana White Contender Series alum, will we get another breakthrough in the rankings or will the Joker hold strong? Since April of 2019, Jack Hermanson has quite literally won one, lost one, won one lost one. Up until December of 2022, he lost that most recent bout against Roman DeLizzo, who we just saw last week in a main event spot. All of 2023, we didn't get to see the Joker. Will the layoff pay off? We've seen Jack Hermanson reach pretty high in these middleweight rankings. He's cracked into the top 10. He's approached that top five territory, but never got that one final win to solidify him as a true title contender. If you look at the record, he wins four in a row after losing to Tiago Santos. He loses to Jared Cannonier, Bounces back, beats Gastelum, but then loses to Vittori. Bounces back, beats Edmond Shabazian, but then loses to a champion in Sean Strickland. Bounces back by beating Chris Curtis and then loses to Roman Leeds. So here we are again, another bounce-back spot, an unranked guy coming to the rankings for his first time in Joe Pfeiffer, but a very, very dangerous threat at that. And for Joe Pfeiffer, he's coming into this fight eight years younger than Jack Hermanson and more than two times less experience than the Joker. But he is an absolute machine. He is on a tear right now. You know that Dana White is a huge fan of Joe Pfeiffer. He was on that infamous Dana White Contender Series card back in 2022 where nothing really happened all night until Joe Pfeiffer got a big second-round knockout. And Dana White patented the phrase, be Joe Pfeiffer. And since coming into the UFC, he's kept that momentum. He's lived up to that hype thus far, racking off three straight TKO, KO victories, the longest fight going two minutes and five seconds into the second round against Abdul Razak Al-Hassan last year. But now we are seeing by far the biggest jump in competition in name value. In every category across the board, this jump is massive for Joe Pfeiffer. We're talking guys pretty far away from the top 15, now jumping into Jack Hermanson, who is number 11 but has been as high as that number 5, number 6 territory that I had previously discussed. For the most part, throughout this UFC run, Joe Pfeiffer has came out relatively unscathed. He had a few moments in that Al Hassan fight where you may think, okay, maybe there is some more here to Joe Pfeiffer, some things he may have to work on before getting a jump. And now here we are. That was in October. It's now February. Going up against Jacker Manson, who, to be quite honest, is a... Very solid, well-rounded guy. Not great in particular in any one category, but good all across the board. But I do believe in this fight Hermanson should look to grapple if he's wanting to get a uh, easier path to victory, if you will, against Joe Pfeiffer. Someone we haven't seen get tested too much. The most we saw him tested was against Al Hassan, but Pfeiffer did get a submission of his own right in that fight, so he proved... That not only on the feet does he have that knockout power, but he can pull off submission on the ground. And I look for this to be a relatively violent fight as well. You look at what Joe Pyfer's been able to do in 14 career fights. I believe only going the distance one time, and in 31 pro fights for Jack Hermanson, he's only seen the scorecards nine times total. He has 11 knockouts, six submissions, hinting back toward that you know well-rounded skill set that he truly does possess, and been finished in five of his eight losses. This is a very violent fight. Two guys that when they will clash, I just think aren't made to go 25 minutes like we've seen in the previous two middleweight main events. Will the veteran expertise of Jack Hermanson, the, the resume that he's built, the competition that he's faced, be too much to handle for Joe Pfeiffer? Or will the new up-and-comer, the fresh face of the middleweight division, get the biggest win of his career and catapult himself into the top 15 at middleweight in only the second month of 2024. Let me know what your predictions are for the UFC Vegas 86 main event in the comments below. I think this is gonna be a very fun scrap to be quite honest with you. I think it's a big step for Jack, or I should say for Joe Pfeiffer to really prove himself that he belongs amongst the ranked fighters at middleweight. At only 27 years old, that would be a big step to take. And for the Joker, not saying this is a must-win fight, but this is a fight where if he wants to keep any hope alive of making a run toward the top five one final time, you gotta win here. At 35 years old, you're ranked number 11. You've been winning and losing, winning and losing. You gotta put it together here if you're the Joker. Get a big win over someone with a ton of momentum and cement himself as still a player at 185 pounds in a division where the title is getting passed around like a hot potato. Hot potato! Oh, 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 no and now let's talk about some quick hitters from the rest of the ufc vegas 86 card it starts in a banger of a matchup in the co-main event in the featherweight division number 13 ranked danny gay and andre touchy feely danny gay earned a contract in the og days of the dana white contender series back in 2017 debuted in january 2018 and has fought three times in 2018, 2020, 2021, and 2023, by far the most active featherweight, I think, in the division, especially if you want to talk fighters that are in the rankings. After losing his debut, he racked off six straight wins, which catapulted him into the rankings, and he hasn't looked back since. Now, it hasn't all came easy, though. He's had wins, and he's had losses. But it's all been against a truly elite competition. Calvin Cater, Korean Zombie, Josh Emmett, Movzar Avloyev, Bryce Mitchell in his most recent fight. He's fighting nothing but killers in this division, a resume that a lot of people can't even match. Yes, most of those are losses, but it's not like he's losing in a landslide in a lot of these either. And prior to his loss in September to Bryce Mitchell, which he took on short notice, he had tallied off two straight wins prior to that. So he's looking to make it three out of his last four when he goes up against the dangerous and always scrappy Andre Feely. Andre is a guy that hasn't climbed as high in the division as Dan Ige. But has stayed just as active. Someone who will fight anyone, anywhere, anytime. He's taking this fight as a matter of fact on short notice here. Against the number 13 ranked Dan Ige. A chance for Feely to crack into the rankings. And pick up the most amount of momentum he's probably ever had in his career. In what would be a two fight win streak. Winning three of his last four. And a ranked opponent on the resume. And as for the rest of the card, there's nothing as of note, such as Ige versus Feely, but there are some solid scraps that are worth at least mentioning in passing, such as Brad Tavares versus Robocop Gregory Rodriguez. That should be a very violent, fun fight. Michael Johnson taking on Darius Flowers. Adolfo Vieira versus Armin Petrosian, a fight that was supposed to happen in November, rescheduled, now happening here in February. A lot of people have their eyes on a prelim fight between Max Griffin and Jeremiah Wells, particularly because of the underdog odds coming in on the side of Max Griffin. And we've even got a few fighters, such as Haider, Emil, and Carlos Prades, to name a couple, that are making their debuts after big wins on the Contender series last season. that's pretty much it for UFC Vegas 86. We've got a great middleweight main event, one that I think is going to be very fun, a fantastic co-main event, and a few other diamonds in the rough sprinkled throughout the card, but no other news. Uh, Bellator made an announcement that was kind of official, but nothing that we didn't know already, and that is the championship series where they're going to have eight events this year. I think six of them are international, two here in the United States. They're going to have title fights on every card. That was pretty much already kind of speculated and said, to be honest, but they just kind of polished it up and made a nice video announcement. So nothing too crazy there. And there's been no fight announcements, no big news. So we're still waiting the UFC 300 main event. And really the only other talking head throughout the week was Dana White saying that he hopes Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler will happen. In the fall. So, no more International Fight Week, like Connor had said. And to be quite honest, I don't know if we're ever going to see that fight. And I don't really care at this point right now until I see them step in the cage. It's kind of just all hoopla in the MMA world. So, hopefully, we get some more big news coming soon. Otherwise, you guys are getting some really short episodes. But I hope you guys still enjoyed it nonetheless. Be sure to follow along on your favorite audio platforms. Drop a rating. It really helps the channel grow. As well, be sure to subscribe on YouTube if you want quick hitting edited video content, more timely manner, and follow on social media to become a part of the community at the BAJ MMA. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the fights, and I'll catch you Monday as we recap all the action.